Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. All right. That was weird. Did that happen on your end too? About like, yes, and the, yeah, it was a delay. No, I heard myself in my headphones, which I never hear. I mean, okay. I heard you in my headphones, so yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I'm, you're supposed to hear me in your headphones, asshole. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm I don't saying. hear. I don't hear you asked. Hear did me you, did, you, did it happen to you? Because I heard no, myself I, in my headphones. I was wondering if you do you come through in your headphones too? I know what you meant. I was being a dick. I know. No, I'm not coming through on my side. Speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Welcome to episode 56 of Boot to the Face Wrestling Podcast. I am Chris Rucker. I'm here with the man himself, a bearded master, Marty. How the fuck are you? With the exception of the Packers not playing football today, I am fucking great. A bye week? That we are. That we are. As well as 8-2. and And we have a week to go before we make... Ourselves nine and two, and San Francisco nine and two. My Dallas Cowboys are in Detroit today. No Matthew Stafford, so you know what that means. Dallas is going to lose because they they'll lose to Detroit and then fucking beat the Patriots next week because that's just Shit. what kind of team we are. Stafford's not playing. No. Um, hold on, hold on. But the the only good thing about your team not need, doing as good as they sh- I need a new tight end right now, man. I need a new tight end. <laughs> you do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this. The only good thing. About your team not performing as well as they should. Like Dallas is five and four right now. They should have beat the Saints. They lost that game twelve to ten, and they definitely should have beat the Jets. Like there's no excuse to lose to the Jets. So you're looking at the difference of two games being seven and two and five and four. That's a big fucking difference. Which means now all the rest of the games matter. So now when they every game I'm like every game's a playoff game now. So for me it's more exciting. Obviously I'd rather them be seven and two and have a commanding lead on the Eagles in the division, but hey, shit happens. I did want Dallas to get a bye week because Jason Garrett doesn't know how to fucking control a bye week and having a week off. So I'd rather they went into the wild card with a home game, probably play the Vikings again, beat their ass, and then go to San Francisco. That's the way I see it happening. Seven weeks left. We'll see. The kind of shit you just talk about? Yeah. Is, are you Are you fantasy booking again? Because that's some straight fucking Christmas list kind of shit right there. I just right fantasy booked the Cowboys to win the NFC East, which they are in control of. And then they'll and probably, they'll probably play the Vikings. And you and just fantasy, fantasy quest them into fucking the Super Bowl, too. I did not. I just said they would beat the Vikings, which they will, because the Vikings the Vikings aren't that good. They shouldn't have won that game. The other night. They got lucky. I mean, uh, we, we, we beat them, so I'm just yeah. saying. See, so you should know how shitty they are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what's crazy is I don't know who did the planning for the season, 
But the Packers like had a heavy home schedule the first half of the season, and they come back. They have one home game the rest of the way out. Their last three games are all away, all against divisional opponent or uh, uh, division opponents. Like they, Chicago, Minnesota, Detroit, all on the road to finish the season out. And they play San Francisco this week. They have the Washington. They have the Redskins at home the week after that. Uh, dude, like we are down to the end. This is crazy. Yeah, seven games left. Well, I'm you so glad. About- I'm so glad that we have two more months of football. After at that. least, hopefully. Uh, talk about schedule. I was thinking about this today while I was at the gym. Dallas has to go to Detroit today, and the Patriots play at Philadelphia. So the Patriots just go from New England to Philly. Then Dallas has to come home and go to New England next week. And then they come home and they have a Thursday game on Thanksgiving against Buffalo the same week. And then they go on the road the following Thursday against the Bears. So they go to Detroit, to New England. The only home game is on a short week for Thanksgiving. And then the following Thursday they go to Chicago where it will probably it'll be December 5th. It'll probably be like negative four degrees. So I don't want to hear shit about your shitty schedule. Y'all used oh, to I, was not, I was not talking about Bishy's schedule. I was just saying that we're on the road the rest of the season. And it's yeah, we're on the road one, two, three, four, five, five of the last seven games. That's ridiculous. Like, who the hell planned that shit? Between the lines. Oh, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's the NFL. Um, fuck the NFL. Let's get to some wrestling, Marty. And I'm not going to lie. We- We got some breaking news, Marty. Ah, oh, Deb, you better fucking warn me on that kind of shit. I was like, wait, what's coming through the speaker right I now? I saw what's the look through? on your face. Because we were having some technical issues at the beginning of the show. I saw the look of panic on your face. Like, what the fuck is going I'm, on? I'm like, no, I can't have my shit bleeding through real quick. Hold on, hold on. Let me pause this shit. We got breaking news, buddy. Breaking Into news. Into the face is going to WrestleMania. Hot Year number damn. two. Only, this will be... Oh, man, talking football, talking Dallas, talking Green Bay. No, we're talking Tampa Bay, Raymond J Stadium, hot diggity damn, boot to the face, all up in your business. This will be different than last year, Marty. We, Me and my wife flew home for my WrestleMania party, and you went to WrestleMania. You got to watch the man Becky Lynch beat Ronda and Charlotte, which, funny I bring that match up. I watched it last night because I couldn't go to sleep. So I was like, hey, I'm going to watch a couple of WrestleMania matches. That match was a lot better than what I remember it being. I don't know if I was just drunk or it was fucking seven hours of wrestling later. <laughs> and the crowd was dead as shit in that match. But if you just watched the match, it was pretty fucking good. Like, they beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, that, it was a fantastic match. Um, I don't remember it being dead. I, if it came off dead on TV, that's crazy. Yeah, it uh, did. Because it, it was live as hell. That shit was crazy. From I mean, like, from Kofi on. Like, that, that, that thing was – that place was packed nonstop. If you, if you, if you get time – Go back and watch the Kofi match and go back and watch that match. And the crowd is like, it's like it's two different crowds, man. They they came alive for Becky when she won, but it was nothing like it was for Kofi when he won from TV. Now, being there live in person, you know, the 80,000 people there probably got a different perspective on it. But just the way it looked to me, it was different. But that, that was that's always the that's always the one thing I, I have against, like, open stadiums. It's great because you get to fill it up. But sometimes, like doesn't matter how loud it gets like that air that 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 volume just fucking floats away 
That shit you know what I mean? Way for Kofi when he won. That motherfucker well, was. <laughs> I, yeah, well, we talked about this before. Like the pop for Kofi winning that title was bigger than anything I'd ever even in, yeah. imagined seeing on TV. It didn't matter. That was. That, I'm gonna tell right now. That's gonna go down as probably the biggest pop of all time. Like it has to. It is ridiculous. That was that was really good. Uh, but that was last year. We're talking this year. We're going to WrestleMania, and the only thing I can say is the rumors must be true of fucking the Prince not paying Vince McMahon because those tickets are high as giraffe pussy, Marty. I looked at tickets from last year. Even when I went, when I was in Atlanta, we paid $55 for a ticket. To sit where I sat in Atlanta, it's going to cost like $250 to get to the nosebleed section of WrestleMania. I mean, to kind of give you an idea, like what we spent on our tickets this season, this time was only like $100 more than what I spent on mine last year and almost that same spot. Yeah. Except for I think we're closer to the ramp this time. Yeah, we're was, in the we're in the ramp section. We're like yeah, and I was the fir- I was the ramp. first section like on the rail, just first section outside the ramp section. Okay. Well, I'm hoping I'm hoping uh, we can see everything. I told my wife she's gonna have to bring earplugs because Pyro's back. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> is be right by the stuff. I can't wait. I can't wait to see Roman Reigns beat the Fiend in front of everybody and everybody get mad about it. Oh, I'm going to awesome. love it. It's going to be love it. awesome. That blue belt's going to go good with his new big dog t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. It's going to accent the blue of that, <laughs> of that shirt and that vest. I cannot wait. So that's one thing. The other thing is Boot to the Face has a lot of content coming towards you this week. Uh, this Friday, we're doing another Boot to Debate show. Um... We'll have to do a preview show for Survivor Series next week, so we'll have to talk about that off air. Uh, that's when, that's this weekend, isn't that's, it? That's next Sunday, yes, sir. So we'll have to talk about when we're doing that, and then uh, yeah, got a lot, got a lot going on. We already talked about it. Let's get into it. The Blue Universal Title. How'd you like it? I I personally go ahead. I'll ask you how you no, like it. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I think it looks better than the red title. Thank you. That's, I like that's, it. I love it. I, I think it's fantastic. Um, I, I the red the red because it was raw, obviously blue because it's SmackDown. But I think in general, if it had didn't have to do with Raw and SmackDown and just two belts, I'm picking the blue. The I don't know what it is, but the red was just I don't know. I'm not gonna say too too bright. Uh, there's a lot of red titles out there, you know. Um, what's the uh, I love the old school NWA TV title that had a red. Yeah, the, the TV so title. You can pull the red off. It just didn't look good on that title. It, it didn't. And the blue, it just, it just, it, I don't know. It just, it looks, looks magical to me with blue and the way that the, the gold just lines up on it. It's fantastic. It doesn't go with Bray, though. Like, I know. Nothing I goes know, with Bray. You know what needs to go with well, Bray? No, the no, old hardcore title would go no, with Bray. <laughs> because he's got a, uh, a Bray Wyatt title that was customized for him, and he put the picture out. Right after he won the belt. I mean, the picture's been out before. But he put the picture out of the Bray Wyatt title. And I imagine everybody thought that was going to be the title that he used. So when he did his little abracadabra trick, I imagine everybody was like, oh, shit, here it is. And then that motherfucker showed up blue. And it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, everybody ran to the internet to shit on it. And uh, I like it. I, I like it. If I didn't already have a WWE replica, I would I would buy that one. Yeah, that's um. Man, we're gonna get like tag team belts. We're gonna have to walk into Mania with tag team titles. Just saying. I know where we could get them from. We'll, cu- we'll custom boot to the face plates. I know where we could get them from. We'll, we'll like talk about it. 
Uh, let's get into. It's been a week and a day already, so I mean everybody's talked about it, but we haven't recorded since then. So let's let's touch on a couple important topics. AW Full Gear was last Saturday, Horrible. and oh wow, I'm joking. That, that shit was awesome. Uh, I love. I thought it was, I thought it was probably the best car they've had all year. I could uh, I could agree with that. It was, yeah, I think so. Uh, the biggest topic, Cody and Jericho. Uh, was the quote-unquote main event, even though another match happened after that. Technically, Cody and Jericho was the main event because the other match was unsanctioned. How'd you like how that all went down with Cody, the, the towel, MJF, the turn? Uh, did you see it coming? I saw the turn coming. We've been talking about that for weeks. And uh, you've been talking about how it needs to be Cody does a turn. And I, I, it's like, it's going to, it's MJF. It has to be. It's going to be. That's just, you know, that's that's Cody bringing up the younger star and that that's what he's doing. Uh, I, thought you... was, I, I thought it was a great match. Uh, him throwing the tell in. Uh, I, it works for me. I don't know. I hate the towel throw, but it works. I feel like it's the second time we've seen the towel throw in this year. Uh, I can't remember the last time we saw a towel throw, but I know there was another match earlier this year with someone threw the towel in. I can't remember who it was. I I, I don't feel like it might have been New Japan, but I don't. It remember. happens. It happens a lot. It's not. New. I know. I just yeah. just yeah. But um, and I had this discussion with you know the Twitterverse afterwards. Um, the the turn was so nonchalant, and like it could have been so much better, like just more impactful than you know a low blow. But but then I'm like, but then he just like wandered off like nothing happened, and I'm like. That's MJ. That's that's what that's why it works so so well, because it was just so nonchalant. And, all right, I'm yeah. I'm just I'm just gonna go go my way because I did what I did, and you you know why. And that's it. Screw the fans. I don't need to do anything more productive than that. Fuck the dramatics and the theatrics about it all. Boom, done, gone. Um, so I think because of that, uh, I think it, it made it work even more so. Uh, I think it, it would have been you know more of an aggressive attack. Uh, it would have been more impactful at that moment, but he, the way he wandered off and walked off, um, I, I, I don't know. I felt that it, it, it just put more value to it. You think uh, him not being more aggressive has something to do with that big fucking gash on Cody's head that he, I mean, he had skin just like flapping around in the middle of him. Like he, that, was it Cody like, out oh. there or was that Nick Diaz? I don't know, but everybody, everybody's like, "Oh, did he blade?" I can't tell if he, but no, that some bitch smacked. That some bitch smacked that damn ramp, and and then his face kind of skidded. It was almost like if somebody was getting drugged behind a car. How he did, like I, that shit was ugly. Um, as far as the turn goes, though, we talked about it here. How I thought Cody should be the one to turn, just because nobody would see it coming. They kind of teased that a little bit. Did you think that, that was about I? I was looking at it. I was like, oh, shit. Cody's about to kick him in his fucking face while yeah. he's on his knees. Yeah. And I'm going, please do it. Please do it. I want to be right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I uh, I thought he would do it. He didn't. MJF did it. Uh, there's discussion everywhere. Every podcast you listen to, everybody that's tweeting, oh, they did it too fast, blah, blah, blah. Look, it was going to be predictable whenever it happened. Um I don't think there ever is a right way to do anything because everybody's a fucking Monday morning quarterback now. So just, you know, well, if you're a wrestling, we play on Sunday up in this bitch. Yeah. If you're a wrestling promotion, man, just fucking 
do what you do. Like W take WWE's take on it. Do what you do. Let people bitch about it and they'll still keep watching. Because no matter how you do it, people are gonna be upset and people are gonna complain. Like I said, I wanted Cody to turn, MJF turn. Okay, it was predictable. It's still gonna be a good fucking storyline. MJF's still a cocksucker. I still don't like him. Everybody still wants to beat his ass now because he turned him the number one baby baby face in the promotion. And I don't know. After you know, I've never really been a fan of MJF. I kind of just tolerated him. <laughs> and I saw the turn happening. Uh, I don't know why, but when he came out on oh, Wednesday night, I'm like he's just a, such a smug son of a bitch. Like fucking love it. Like that's I love that shit. And you know what? When I have if I have to watch two people kind of be like that smug, like just whatever kind of person out there, I'd rather watch MJF do his thing. Then Orange Cassidy be out there with his hands in his fucking pocket playing pocket pool or something. Yeah. <laughs> Two things real man. quick. Did you see him in the bathroom in the middle yes. of the brawl? All right. Yes. And did you see the other person that showed up in the brawl? They were fighting and like catering and Moxley's just like sitting there eating a fucking apple. I didn't even t- see that. Yeah. They were. <laughs> I want to think it was Nick Jackson and one of the guys from LAX are like throwing themselves over a table and Moxley's just sitting there like next to a curtain. And it looks like he's eating an apple and he's just nodding along like, yep, they're beating the uh, shit out of each other. I like this kind of hilarious. shit. There's nobody else around. It's just Moxley, like, to himself, sitting there watching the motherfuckers fight. And he never moved. He never, like, tried to help anyone. Or anything. It was just so, like, out of place and funny. I think uh, I didn't see it the first time. Chick Foley Show tweeted about it. And I went back and watched, and it's just. I'll have to it go back because I actually I watched it last night, so I'm gonna have to go back and watch it because that, that, that's freaking hilarious. That, that's so funny. That's that's John. That's not. That's just not Moxie. That's Jonathan Good. That's just what he does. Like he did that shit as Dean Ambrose too. You know, that's just who he is. That's funny. Um, getting back to MJF, him and your boy, as y'all like to call him, the Goat, Chris Jericho. We're trying to decide if MJF was gonna be in the inner circle this week. How'd you like this promo and uh, and the interaction between them and everything that took place afterwards? Um, I was I was gonna repeat the the little innuendo joke out there, but now I'm good. Um, <laughs> I, I thought it was I thought it was it was decent. I didn't think it was the greatest um, thing, but it wasn't too bad. Um, I kind of the. <laughs> The fir- at first, when they were going back and forth, back and forth, I was like, all right, just shut up and fucking say something already. Come on, guys. And then when they came back to it again, and then when they called Cody out like that, I was like, okay. The second time around, it was better. The first time around, I was feeling like Peter Griffin – or watching Peter Griffin on Family Guy. It's like, all right, let's, let's move on. Let's move I thought on. I, was, I thought I was watching Miz TV when I saw it, when it was happening at first. That's what it looked like. I mean yeah. – Let's be real. Like, if you could get Miz to be with them two, and they would form some kind of fucking faction, you talk about the most annoying fucking people. Jeez and rice. Uh, I did like Jericho's didn't line it, about. Didn't Jericho and Miz have a TV show too? What didn't they have a partnership show one time? I don't like, know. Yeah, about Miz that. TV. Know... Then they had the cutting. No, not the. What was Jericho? What the hell's Jericho was? Uh... God damn it. What was Jericho's show name? I remember he had the Jeritron 3000. <laughs> <laughs> that was before the, the friend, uh, best friends thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but uh, I love Jericho's line about, it's almost like your parents got horny watching me beat up Hoover 2 Guerrero on WCW Saturday night. That shit had oh, me. I was dead. laughing my ass off when he said that. I'm like, oh, damn, he went there. All right, all right. That shit had me dying. Hoover 2 Guerrero. Hoover 2 Guerrero was a man, by the way. Uh, 
don't know about so, that. But I will. I will hold on. I I will say though, he was one of the few people that I would actually tune into to WCW to watch. Man, when he turned heel and he started making fun of The Rock, that shit was fantastic. He would go to different fucking events and shows and call out The Rock. Finally, the juice has come back to Boston. They'd be like, we're in Minnesota. It doesn't matter where we are. <laughs> that shit was fantastic. In his Hispanic dialect, he'd say that shit. It was great. Um, the other match that we need to talk about from Full Gear got a lot of controversy, Marty, and I don't understand why, was the unsanctioned match between Moxley and Omega. Uh, it probably why? Went on... why? People shit on it? Yeah, people were... It was too much. It was too violent. It was, it was unnecessary. Forty minutes of ridiculousness, man. So you didn't like it? No, now get that out of the way. That was the fucking best shit I've seen all night. Like, holy hell! I'm not gonna lie. I, when 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 Kenny started like raking the back of Moxley with the freaking broom, I'm like, mm, I was cringy. I felt my shit cutting up. I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. That's what the, the fuck. That's the first thing Kenny Omega's done since I've been following Kenny Omega that I got it. And I was like, oh, I get it. He's the cleaner. He's fucking using a broom. <laughs> he's fucking be- beating the shit out of somebody with it. I get it. That's the first time Kenny Omega made me go, oh, okay. Oh, shit. Um, but I, you know, I'm, we grew up around the same time, man. Hardcore matches were a thing. When we were younger, and were a thing. I used to remember having hardcore matches out in the backyard. I was gonna say a, a I, lot of people in their mid thirties with a podcast were fucking former backyard wrestlers. Y'all think fucking Superhuman in, invented that shit? Like, I if I can find the VHS tapes and convert them, motherfuckers, I will show you some shit. I'm that we glad do. I don't have any VHS. I mean, we had fucking full blown ladder matches. We yeah. had tree, we had tree matches. Half my moves we, were we, racial. Have my, because I wrestled all white guys, have my moves, the name of them were racial as shit. I'd use the power bomb and it was called the nigga bomb. I used the <laughs> human torture rack and it was called the cracker rack. Like that's the shit that we used to do. Oh, we had a we would have a, a a tree match and the title was tied up to the like one of the highest branches. You had to climb through the fucking tree to grab this title, and then we had our we had fucking a match down. Dude, we had yeah, we had the barbed wire. I grew up on a farm, man. We had barbed wire. It was it was ridiculous. Hardcore got, was the shit. Yeah. We got more and more dangerous as we kept doing it. Like we started out, we like broke into our church and used like the floor and mattresses and shit, and it was real lame. And then all of a sudden, we started buying mattresses to use in somebody's backyard. Then we got ladders. Then we got chairs. Next thing you know, we got a motherfucker getting ran over by a car in one of the episodes we recorded. Like. We just kept getting worse and worse, and then one day everybody got hurt, and we were like, "Yeah, I think we're done." <laughs> we uh, there was a portion of time when, because obviously at this point, I, you know, I was like between like nine and fourteen. Um, a section of my parents' property, like it was just a like fenced-in section, and there was just broken tables, broken chairs, barbed wire, mats, um. Broken handles. Uh, <clears throat> we had like shovel, like broomstick handles. Uh, I almost broke my brother's back one time because like, just do it already. <laughs> like, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> I swung that shit, and that shit was like petrified because that didn't crack. And I thought his back snapped. I'm like, oh, um, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore because your ass almost just died. Uh, 
dude, like, dude, backyard wrestling. I mean, there was if if you were if you were up late at night, you saw one of two things. You either saw commercials for Girls Gone Wild tapes. Oh my or, god! Yeah. Or backyard wrestling tapes. The you ba- saw what? one of the. Do other. you remember the backyard wrestling with the uh, the Miller Light chick that was in it? No. Yeah, they used to have backyard wrestling tapes, and then like uh, I can't think of her name. She was one of the Miller Light girls that were at WrestleMania. She's like, you'd see guys killing each other, and then it would go over to her. She's like naked, playing with her tits and shit like that, and then it would go back to guy. Like that was the selling point. Was you get to see. I can't think of her name to save my life, but you get to see her naked if you bought the tapes. I only know this because my best friend bought the fucking tapes and we watched them. And man, nineties, early two thousands was a but shit. Yeah, and to be honest, yeah, like shit. I remember you were talking a second ago about almost hurting your brother. I remember my buddy, my best friend, took a chair and he was gonna hit me in the head with me with it, and I didn't put my hands up, so he actually hit me in the head. And the look on his face. He stood there with the chair and like his fucking jaw dropped. And he was like, oh my God. I don't know. I got to find these tapes now. We got them on DVD somewhere. I got to find them now because now I want to watch all that shit. I'll probably have to uh, post it but mute the commentary because the commentary is not suitable for 2019. I can tell you that much now. Uh, So you like the match. You like Omega. I did. I liked it a lot, actually. I like the fact that Moxley won. And uh, yes, I love the fact that Moxie won because uh, we've talked about it. Kenny ain't winning shit like he literally is the one putting everybody over. It doesn't matter who you are. Next, he's going to be putting fucking who's the who's the Bucks friend that came and got his ass smashed the first night. He's going to be putting his ass over next week. <clears throat> Umberto? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of, of Kenny's record, let's talk about. Who do you think the next person in line for for Jericho's title is? Because, I mean, if you want, we can get into the, As a matter of fact, who I think it is coincides with what happened in the main event on Wednesday when SCU defeated the Young Bucks. And Chris Jericho took his first loss in the AEW. The first time his shoulders have been pinned to the mat. One, two, three. And it was by one Scorpio Sky. So to go with that. The entire time I'm watching that match, I'm thinking, Scorpio needs to get the pin. He has to get the pin. Because if you want to talk about somebody who we've been talking since day one that needs to be the face, can be the face, needs to get the push, he needs to be the man, like, it's Scorpio Scott. He's got what it takes. And they've been building his ass up. And I like I'm how like, they've been doing it, too. It's like, he needs to be the one that gets this pin. Like, it doesn't matter if – I'm like – it. It's going to be crazy if Jer. It, uh, one way they can go is to hand it out with a no, no, uh, no finish, so Jericho retains his his record. Um, but I'm like, the, this would be the perfect time for Scorpio Sky to come in and get that pin on Jericho, and then that pushes him over. And hey, he got the pin on the champion, on the champion. But and he did, and he did, and I, I was the whole time like, let it happen, let it happen, let it happen. And it, boom, it happened. I was like, thank you. That's what they needed to do. I like how they've been building Scorpio Sky up, too. Just like he wasn't in the tournament, and Christopher Daniels gets taken out. He shows up in his fucking Jordans, loses one of them, helps win the title, and then pins Jericho. All the while, everybody are cheering for him more and more and more. I think they got to kind of revamp the whole SCU entrance. Like, I, I'm, 
It's not as good as it was when they were heels. They got to change. And, I don't and know that, what, and that's, something's you know what? not working for I was thinking this. the same thing because I'm like, you know, Scorpio comes out. They come out. They do their thing. You got Daniels who gets the crowd pumping. Shout out SCU. You got, you got Frankie making his, his, uh, his countdown. Frankie's is the worst, too. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, yeah, man. I, I was like, first of all, we all know what we're, we're going to say at the end of the countdown. Yeah, you don't you don't need to tell us what to say. Like, it, it got to the point of the Usos. We know what you want us to say. You don't need to tell us what to say. And it, it is the weakest. It is. But then you have Scorpio do his, and it is a full blown heel comment. And it's like, uh... are you, you guys come? Are you guys heels or not? Because when that shit, when you guys were heels, it was perfect. But you it guys won't. aren't heels. You guys aren't heels right now. Like I started liking work. them in the lead up to All In. They were heels, and they were on BTE when BTE used to be good. You know, back in the day when it was when it was tolerable. Uh, and I can't remember what town it was. It was whatever town they were in, and they were standing outside. And, and Frankie Kazari, no, it was Christopher Daniels. He goes, I hate this damn city. No wonder Sean lost his fucking smile here. <laughs> And I mean, I fucking died. Like, I was on the ground with that one. And that was when I was like, all right, I got to follow these guys. And then I saw them wrestle, and Scorpio Sky stole the show. So anyway, I'm thinking, come their next pay-per-view, uh, they're only doing four a year, so I imagine it won't be for another few months. They're oh, going to build okay. him up. Uh, I don't I don't know. I'm just saying that that would be a good time, because then you have... What weekend did you say? Royal Rumble, like that round January? No, I mean, if they're doing only four years, it's got to be every three months. So that'd be February sometime. So, yeah, because yeah. then, well, no, because then April's only two months away after that. Or May. Oh, May. May, technically. Yeah. Labor. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So I think by then he'll be built up, uh, hopefully, and he'll be the one to take the title off Jericho. If, if not, then I don't, I don't know who will. I think because, that that gives a solid run for Jericho. Uh, I think once he loses the title, I think he's going to go away for a little while. Um, well, I mean, the next event is Jericho's Rocking Cruise. Maybe it's so there. Who knows, who knows what happens there? Could you imagine him up. taking Jericho's title on Honestly, Jericho's cruise? Dude, that would be fantastic. Are they going to do a pay-per-view from there? Is that what they're I don't doing? know. Hold on. I don't know if they're doing a pay-per-view. I just know that the next the next event on the roster chronologically, well, it says pay-per-view chronology. Because um, they did a pay-per-view last year with uh, ROH and everybody. Like, it was on Fight TV where they did it. They did it. They had a couple of days worth of wrestling on there. <clears throat> doesn't so have they, anything announced yet, but they haven't said anything. So but they it, can do it. Yeah. Um, You got to think, though, whoever... Whoever takes that title from Jericho after he's got a four or five month reign with it is going to be a made man. And honestly, as much as I wanted Cody to win, Cody doesn't need that rub. Omega doesn't need that rub. Neither of the Young Bucks need that rub. Somebody like Scorpio Sky or fuck, I don't know, Hangman Page maybe. Somebody like that or Pac. Somebody that's like right there on the precipice. Moxley doesn't need it. it somebody, that's really, somebody that's it really close. Thing is, I don't, I don't think you go heel to heel back. I don't, I think it needs, I don't think you give it up to a heel right away either. You like, know, it makes sense, but I just feel like you, you got to have some rotation on that first at the, when you first get the title out there. I hear people say stuff like that all the time, like, "Well, a heel can't take it from a heel or a face." No, they absolutely. Can. You know, fuck that. Like, who gives a shit about what the 
the goddamn history says. Like nobody gives a shit. Like give That's me a wrestler. I, I know. I, I, I'm just saying. Like I, I've heard this argument. From other people too, like you can't have a heel go get it. That's not what I'm Why saying. Not? Don't say two. Don't say two at the end of that statement. Then well, that's what the fuck you said, and you got it's me. It's not. I did not say Pac shouldn't win it because it's a heel versus a heel. I said Pac shouldn't win it because so we don't have con- consistent heel champions. That's what does it what matter? Said. Who gives a no, shit? To start it off, I think you go face, and then you have him lose it to another heel. And then you can go, you could do heel, heel, whatever you want. But I think that it builds Pac up by having him beat the beat. Say it's say it's Scorpio. He wins off Jericho, which builds him up above anything else. Pac's not Pac, a heel. I know he's not he's a heel. A fucking bastard. <laughs> you put that man in your fucking bubble. He told you he's not a face or a heel. He's a goddamn bastard. That's what I was looking for. That uncomfortable quietness where you just get so mad at me and you want to call me names, but you refuse to do it. That's my favorite part of the podcast. (laughs) We need to start recording this shit and posting these fucking videos. (laughs) So y'all can see the fucking frustration in Marty's face sometimes when he's dealing with me. You're a fucking saint, Marty. Uh Anything else you want to get to with AEW before we move on to NXT and WWE? Not much is going down in Raw and SmackDown, but we will talk NXT. What do you think uh, about if the feud that's going to happen between um, Darby and Moxley? Do you think that, that has any weight to it? I don't think it'll be a feud. I just think it's going to be a match. match. Moxley's going to whoop his ass and then add to his record and move on to somebody else. I'm not a... I think AEW needs a cruiserweight division. They do absolutely, uh, especially after that uh, the tag team match with Jungle Boy. Like it's like oh, they did differently. They, they, even if it's not a cruiserweight, they absolutely need a second tier championship. Yeah, they absolutely because many... here, th- th- that roster is either top top talent or B level talent. Like there's no like these guys can go both and both. Like now nah, you're, you're pretty set in that second tier. Like you're not moving though. You're, you know like the WWE. They have guys like, you know, Cesaro, McIntyre, Rusev. They have these guys who can be main eventers, but at the same time, they're stuck in the mid card and they can blend both ways. You know what I mean? But like, there's not, like, the AEW has those guys that they cross the line with, but they're not necessarily guys who you really should be crossing the line with, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so they absolutely need, need a second tier. And I think that's going to be the next thing announced. Uh, but before we move on past AEW, can we just get – she finally got a win. Like, the, the doctor, the, the dentist, the, you know, Britt Baker finally got a win on a pay-per-view. Like, good job. Oh, I'm glad you brought up the women. Who the fuck let Austin Kong get a knife and don't nobody <laughs> call the police? What the fuck, bro? Like, I mean, when you, got, when you got – when you got, you know – uh, Brandy on your side for whatever. I, what the fuck's going on there? I don't know. Uh, Brandy can keep wearing what she's wearing. Oh my goodness. That, I think it's time for me to move to Atlanta. They're leaving Atlanta. They're buying a house somewhere else, from what I understand. Oh, well, everyone else they, that they're partly leads in, in California. So, hey, maybe I'll stay. They're moving to Jacksonville. Ah, so yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, you want, they talk about a sports centric and a believable fucking product. Meanwhile, you got this woman 300 some odd pounds, like bigger than everybody else. Pull a goddamn dagger out in the middle of the ring, and everybody's just like, ah, cool. Let's see where this goes. 
No, motherfucker. Get the goddamn authorities in there before she kills somebody. Like, everybody's just standing around all calm and collected. Like, I'm uncomfortable as fuck. Like, what if she would have fell and cut that woman open? Poor Bea Priestley. Bea Pri- B Priestley. I'm sorry. B Priestley. By the way, who I I, I retweeted a promo her and a haircut earlier, and it was fantastic. They did it from Shimmer. And I don't know what it is. I think women that talk in, like, the UK accent, they just cut better promos because I like how it sounds when it comes out. Just the way they use their language and shit like that. I love it. I think it's more belie- it it seems it sounds more badass than just like an American woman cutting a promo, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, it, you know what to be honest, it's just not it's not even just the British accent. It's just the women that come out with the accents that cut the promos. This is there's just something just a little bit more impactful to it. And speaking of shine, you said shine, right? Or shimmer? Shimmer. Oh, go never ahead. mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's go. No, let's go. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where you were going, but you got a, dev- I, I thought you, a I, devilish I look on your face. I, I thought Shine, and the first thing that pops up when I think of Shine is I think of um, a former Shine champion. Everybody get your glasses ready. You know, it's fun. So, backtrack. Um, <laughs> Friday night, I did, uh, we had our season finale, season three finale for the All Things Nerd show for Malice Corp. Um, and, and I gotta give a shout out to Pete Opolis because he always tunes in and he's always live in our chat room on Twitch and commenting. And get a life, Pete. I gotta say that son of a bitch. <laughs> Pete listens to we're everything. Talk, we're talking nerd talk, right? We're talking Star Wars. We're talking Sonic the Hedgehog. We're t- we're talking galaxy. You know, throwing out stars and this son of a bitch in the chat room. <laughs> you want to get Marty wound up? You want to hear Drug Marty? Throw out Santana Garrett. And I'm like, this is <laughs> Which gets everyone else going. No, we know what gets him going. Throw out somebody else's name and let him go off. I'm like, you guys, fucking assholes. Don't do it. Don't do it. And then all I see in the chat room, one letter at a time, C. And I'm like, you motherfucking, fuck you, Pete. Fuck you, Pete. Just oh, we got to talk about that too later. And- we're we're gonna get into that towards the end of the show, which uh, but anyway, Shimmer, Shine, Champion, Santana, you know, and I may have just posted about being an NXT for or someone posted about her being a future NXT champion, and hey, thanks for jumping on the train. Make sure you let me click that ticket real quick because we're all aboard. Just saying, the conductor's been here since day one. Santana Garrett, this uh, proper twelve and orange vanilla Coke Zero is for you because Marty just won't let me do a sober show. And to all the people like shitting on the Santana versus uh, the only thing bad about that match, the only thing bad about that was that one little like eight second gif, which I don't know what the fuck was going on. I'm gonna say it looked like shit, but the match was decent before that. Like I watched it again this morning, and it wasn't as bad as everyone thought it thinks it is. Like I'm sorry, I know know it's not. I know it's not. I know it's not great. It was in slow motion. It was like they for, and I don't know who's. I don't know who to blame. I'm not gonna blame either one. I'm and. Like I said, you take an entire match and you make one little eight second gif out of the worst part, and everybody shits on it. But the rest of the match was fucking fine. So there, there's a reason why that segment was the first NXT segment to beat out Dynamite. Ooh. So for that, for that, Santana and, and wait a minute, and- are you telling me the NXT versus AEW went head to head for a month and a half, almost two months, and the first time. That lady from Ocala, Florida, gets on TV. NXT wins that segment. That they do. That, that they deserves do. a drink. 
That it does. Santana Garrett, this one's for you. You know what? Uh, what's the, is it the Bud Light? Is it the Bud Light commercial? What's that? You got me on the Santana Garrett train. Now. Is that Ooh. a? Is that? Is it a Bud Light commercial where it's like, hell hey, you avid, you know, <laughs> this beer's for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that voiceover, and I'm just like, this one's for you. All right, we talked about NXT versus AEW briefly just then, but let's talk about NXT versus the main roster coming up at Survivor Series. How are you liking the build for one? And number two, who are you hoping comes out on top in these matches? I'm loving the build, okay. uh, but both men and women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, it, and here's the thing, like one week or one show, it's the men. The next show, it's the women that I'm like, so it's not like one of them has a clear like, they're just taking over this whole invasion. Um, I, I'm seeing it like it's like one day the 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 men are holding it down, the next day the women holding it down, and I think that is great because it's called it's balance. Welcome to uh, to you know great storytelling there about time. Um, but what I like is that we're getting the biggest stars and superstars to do this. You know, we're getting the club on NXT. We're getting, you know, Shayna Baszler coming out of nowhere on SmackDown. Uh, we're getting the Undisputed Era everywhere. I mean, it, it's fantastic. It's not like we have like the third, three, you know, third and fourth tier superstars invading NXT or, uh, you know, the the NXT UK rejects. Uh, I'm not saying all, all of them. I'm saying like the actual rejects of NXT UK um, coming in to invade. You know, we're having. The top talent. I've said this many times. This is the invasion we were supposed to get 18 years ago. Mm. And it's fantastic. Uh, Who comes out on top? I am so hoping that NXT comes out on top on this. Who's Uh, Adam Cole wrestling at Survivor Series? Have they announced it? I don't think they've announced it yet. It's not. I mean, they're not doing champion versus champion versus champion for the top of the men's title, are they? No, I mean, they, tag team obviously they can't because you can't put Adam Cole in the ring with fucking Bray Wyatt and Brock Lesnar. I mean, you could. Yeah, okay. Good luck with that shit. Is uh, he bringing the rest of Undisputed Era with him and a gun? Because <laughs> that's the only way he's going to have a chance. True, true. Um, I think the women's build is so much better. Um, especially coming from the NXT women. Well, all of them. I think they're. I think they're doing a good job with Bailey too. Yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. I like Bailey. having absolutely. I like having Bailey show up and just fucking wrecking Becky and uh, Shayna. Just because. Let's be honest. Everybody, Bailey's not going to win. Like she's not going to win the fucking match. And my other thing is it elimination match since it's a Survivor Series. The first pinfall counts. If it's first pinfall, Bailey might win. She might pin Shayna. Uh, I I think it's gonna be, I feel like it's it's going to be a traditional Survivor Series match. Yeah, I don't I don't know the. We'll have no. To... Yeah, it says right here Survivor Series elimination match. It's it's an elimination triple, match. Triple threat. Um. Oh no! It just says Brand Supremacy triple threat match. So no, it could be just a pin. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a if tr- it's a pin now, threat. if it's a pin, I'm leaning more towards Bailey just sneaking one out, pinning either. Becky's been taking be a lot of pins lately, it so to, it has to be Shay- it has to be Shayna. Eh, she could pin but, Becky. Becky won't lose anything by getting pinned by Bailey. I know, but I just 
And it will just I think, think it I will think, put Bailey on a higher fucking list. Neither one of us give a shit about Bailey. I kind of want Shayna to get this win, and I want her to pin Bailey. And go ahead, finish. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you where I'm going to go. I think this could be the the starting point for. Uh, I don't I don't know how it's going to end up happening, but this could be the starting point for um, the Four Horsemen versus Four Horsewomen, or 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 Baisley's or Baszler's new. Uh, I think Baszler needs to get a new faction behind her. Oh, she is. That's why she took the other chicks to Survivor Series with her. I don't think you can do Four Horsewomen. I think Baszler can get Ronda to come out with her and then take like Bianca Belair and somebody else. Who with could her. you? <gasps> But what I was gonna say before you before your mind blows up right now, I think the way it's going because we don't know if Ronda's coming back or not. I think the way they're gonna do this is tension, and everybody wants to see Becky versus Shayna, kind of like how Charlotte got thrown in last year and fucked up Ronda versus Becky. And I think Bailey's gonna steal the win, and it's gonna leave room to want to know what it's gonna be like to see Becky versus Shayna, and Shayna's gonna win the Rumble. And fight Becky at WrestleMania. You you mentioned it, and this is where I was going. What if this is Ronda's return? What if Ronda returns as a Survivor Series and helps Shayna get one over Becky? Oh, I want that. I I that want be, Ronda versus be Becky one on one. And if they can stretch that shit out and have it in Tampa while we're there, because I because I wasn't there last year. <laughs> and if they can fucking if they were like, you know what, Broker's on the plane, he's going back to Atlanta, like. We're gonna say this shit for Tampa and give him Becky versus Ron. That's all I've wanted since this time last year. It's Becky I mean, you gotta think of it this way: we we got it took Ronda versus Becky Mania to go from Survivor Series all the way through Mania. Like, so there's no reason why it couldn't. And if she's helping with Baszler, there's so much more that can happen there because she could just do a pop in to get one over with Shayna. And oh, dude, they don't need to have so much time though because you saw how they fucked that shit up. They oh had, no, no, no! That's what I'm saying. Had it would be a pop up. It, Ronda would yeah. not be there the entire time. Like she does a pop in the night or this week, and then she disappears, and, and then she comes back in Royal Rumble weekend or something, or uh, and she does like the Brock tour for the next th- four months. It easily builds more value to the Becky versus Ronda than it did last year. Side note: I fucking like Ronda. I always have. I didn't like her in UFC. I've loved her in WWE, and I've been watching Total Divas lately. I like her even more. Like, I miss Ronda on TV. Dude, I'm not going to lie. Like, her outside of wrestling, I fucking love Ronda. I do. Um, I used to get irritated with her when she was, when she was fighting. Um, but, like, her outside of, like, like the, the her acting and her, like, interviews, I fucking love her. If, if Ronda's in a movie, I love it. Like, it's just from I Entourage like to Fast. I didn't like her in UFC because I'm a Misha Tate fan. And I love Misha Tate and fucking Ronda during uh, the Ultimate Fighter was so fucking lame to me, like how she was acting and then after the fight. So I just didn't like her. But since she's been in WWE, man, I've turned a complete 180. And like I said, watching her on Total Divas, like, just like, you know what? I miss Ronda and I miss Nikki Bella. You know what I love love being on Total Divas? Sonya. I love Sonya being on Total Divas. Yeah, her little storyline. That chick she's dating is ugly, though. Like, I don't like all the stuff. I mean, I know you don't. That's why I didn't send you something a little while ago. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember where we, how we got the Total Divas. I don't even fucking We're know. talking Survivor Series. And then right, 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 right. So, I love the build for the women. 
that match with Io and uh, Mia Yim, that's the first match I've liked Mia Yim in. That hit she took to the face of that ladder, um, it annoys me to no end how they stop these matches as soon as they see blood. But I get it. Concussions and shit like that. Because she got hit with that ladder square fucking on. So I understand that they had to make sure that she was okay to continue. And then the fall she took to lose at the end. Kaylee Ray showing up. The UK champion helping them out. It was just... Where the hell was Tony Storm through all this? Like, why the hell aren't they getting her ass involved? I don't know. I I haven't watched NXT UK a lot lately. I don't think since Tony Storm lost the title. So I don't even know if she's been on TV lately. I don't uh, think she has been. But, like, they were in the UK this week, and it would have been a perfect opportunity for her to come in and make an appearance. And she didn't make an appearance on Raw either. Maybe Tony Storm doesn't want to come to the States. Yeah. I mean... They don't have to come over here, I guess. Maybe some of them are just like, hey, I'm good in NXT UK. Keep paying me what you're paying me. And I'll stay over here and she's so keep wrestling in fucking Blackpool. And... Fuck, she's so much she better is. than that shit. Could you imagine like women that are over in NXT? Killer Kelly, Tony Storm, Kaylee Ray, all on the AEW roster instead of some of the shit they got in there now. Which is why WWE did that. That's yep. just that's that's a topic for another day, but uh, I'm not too into the men's build for Survivor Series. I just it's so jumbled up. Maybe maybe my the reason why I like it so much is because we're getting a lot of the club versus um, UE, and I love that. I love that those two factions went up against each other. Um, I like the I like the the, uh, the club's like new entry, uh, how they shout them out now, uh, like or the the words that pop them on the bottom, like the the ticker on the bottom when they come out. That's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I just the club versus UE. That's what I want. I don't, you know, at this point, I don't even care about seeing like a survive them all in a survivors match. I just want, I just want UE versus the club. Like, give I me that you, all day, and give you, me, give me Balor with with them. Like, give me Balor and the club versus UE, and I will, I will. Here's my fucking money. Like the that four on four right there would be fantastic. I tell you what I what I'm gonna miss after all this is seeing guys like AJ Styles in the club in that NXT because AJ Styles in the club neither one of them were in NXT so seeing them at full sale wrestling a match is just kind of I don't want to say surreal but it's just it's it's odd you know what I mean it's different it's, it's odd it's but different it's awesome. it makes it yeah it makes it seem bigger exactly than what, than what NXT's been portrayed as so I mean. You know, and we talked about it a, a long time ago when NXT first announced they were going to go live. That we think that people should get called back, not not necessarily down to NXT, but called back to NXT. It started with Balor. I think they should bring a couple more guys down there. That, that I mean, we've talked about it before. Fucking Orton could go down there and kill it. Cedric Alexander could go after uh, after this week's promo with on Miz TV. Fucking Daniel Bryan could go. Yeah, down. yeah. like do you imagine like him going down there to find himself. Like, holy they could, shit. The fucking options, there's a plethora of options. A plethora, a plethora, a plethora. <laughs> of options they could use. And, of course, they're going to use none of them. And they're just going to be yeah. fucking <laughs> status quo WWE. <laughs> what did, uh, oh, I, uh, there's a tweet from Jericho in regards to, like, how uh, w, uh, NXT lost its luster of what NXT was. And I was like, man... You sound like the grumpy. You sound like Jr. You sound like the grumpy ass old man telling the kids to get off their lawn. Like, 
just enjoy that shit. Like, the only reason why you're, you're bitching about it is because it's going head-to-head with you. Like, if anything, NXT is getting better and better, and it's becoming – they're making it more a legitimate brand compared to a show. And like that's – and that's – to me, I – then the fact they haven't changed anything about NXT but added people and made it bigger means that it's gotten better. Like, the fact that people are tuning into that rather than Raw or SmackDown, it's telling you that it hasn't changed. Like, that's what's ridiculous. Jericho, I'm sorry, bro. You may be the GOAT, but go home. You're drunk. Had a little too much of the uh, bubbly. Speaking of uh, people being annoying, let's talk about your boys, the Young Bucks. How'd you like their little video they posted this week about making fun of the uh, Saudi Arabia plane trip? Did you see it? See that video? Yeah, they're they're somewhere, and one of them's going on and on about how they feel like they're being kidnapped, and the other one's like, "It's a ten minute delay," and he's like, "Yeah, but I just want to go home to my kids," and he's like, "We're about to fly out like right now." They're just going on and on, like being basically being little assholes about it. I don't know. I just feel like the internet freaks out when Seth Rollins tells fucking Osprey, "Hey, if you're the best, why do I make more money than you?" They freak out about that, but then they're completely fine with the Young Bucks making fun of, you know, these people being stuck in a hostile fucking country. Yeah, they went over there, but the shit that happened afterwards, nobody fucking knows what really happened. And you're sitting here joking about it. If that would have been the other way around and say that's fucking Rollins and Roman doing that, making fun of something AEW, could you imagine the fucking internet trolling cocksuckers going crazy? It would have been like Roman and Seth. Like, I mean, they could easily be like, could you imagine if they had a real organization back them that can fly them home on a real jet? Yeah, they have said something you know? like that. Oh my God, they're the worst fucking people in the world. I'm just so, like, we've talked about it before, man. The fucking AEW fan makes me want to turn heel on AEW. I just said turn heel like I'm a fucking wrestler. See what you did. It's a uh, and to kind of uh to go further with this in the same line, it's kind of like ugh, I don't want oh fuck I want to talk about this. Wait, it's wait, like wait, 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 wait. We have to do oh, we have to do justice to this. So before you even think about before you even think about bringing this up. We, we got to do it right. We gotta, give the man his due, Marty. I know your dreams. Be what they want to be. Oh, cultural personality. Y'all didn't think you were going to get singing on this episode, did you? Go ahead. I knew where you were going. CM Punk back in the fold, a correspondent on w- an analyst on WWE backstage. I watched a little video that WWE posted on Facebook, and he said Fox told them, "Look, we got Troy Aikman for the NFL, we got A Rod for the MLB." And the first thing I thought was, "Wait a goddamn minute, you're not A Rod or fucking Troy Aikman of wrestling. Like, what the hell are you talking?" But be that as it may, I do like that he's not associated with the WWE, and he can. He can be honest, unlike Booker and Christian, who do a good I don't know if you've watched the show or not. They do a really good job of keeping shit legit on that show. Um, but I'm sure they can only say so much. He won't have those restraints on it. So, Marty, tell me how you feel about 
Chick Magnet Punk being back in the fold in the sport of professional wrestling. Fuck Punk. Fuck CM Punk. You know what? I love punk music and punk rock, but fuck anything that says punk in it. I, mm. <laughs> I have I product at work that has CM on it, and I want to, like, fuck this shit. Make a lot of money off you, but fuck this shit. What uh, about Pepsi? You like Pepsi? Fuck you know, Pepsi? I don't even drink Pepsi anymore. I don't drink pop anymore at all because of that shit. <laughs> so you're not happy about the punk return? I, I don't watch some Scooby-Doo movies because of fucking Punk. His cartoon ass up in that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh. Only, good about, only good thing about Punk is his wife. That's all I care about. Give me AJ Lee. Fuck Punk. You know what's bullshit? Yes, he is. A, technically, he's hired by Fox. Okay. But he's on a WWE show. And it's only a matter of time before we get his ass in a ring. And it's... Fuck changing the culture or whatever his bullshit-ass line was. You're going to do the same exact shit that everyone did that you bitched to complain about. Guess what? Dwayne came back. Dwayne headlined back-to-back WrestleManias. Why? Because fucking Dwayne Johnson. That's why. Last time I checked, you're not Dwayne Johnson. Get over it. And now we're going to get CM Punk come in, and he's going to headline WrestleMania 36, which we're going to have a, like you said, Becky versus Ronda, which is going to blow the shit up off that bitch. And then we're going to have to watch CM Punk fight somebody to finish out WrestleMania. You know the reason they were able to talk him in there is because he's got something going on with WWE. And you know he's not coming back to the WWE unless he gets something that's going to put him over to complete or fix everything from the past, which means a title reign and a headline event match. And that means WrestleMania 36, CM Punk's will be the headlining match, and that's bullshit. Fuck that noise. And you want to know what's bullshit? You talk about how AEW fans are fickle as fuck, and they're WWE does this, they shit on it, but if AEW does it, it's fucking gold. The people that are, I see, oh my gosh, people are all over Punk. Oh, he's going to come in, he's going to do this, it's what the WWE needs. But yet they're the ones who are bitching complaining the entire time that Roman Reigns is having to fucking run because he's the man that's running the place. He's the one putting people over. He's the one having A-level a, a matches nonstop against people who shouldn't even be in the ring and running this organization and being the face of it and deserves to be a headlining match for the title at WrestleMania. I don't care if it's four years in a row. It's Roman Reigns. He's earned that spot. And then you get CM Punk who's, who's been shitting not on the company, but on the fan base. Mm. This is what pisses me off. Mm. That people want to welcome his ass back. You Preach. know what? That's like saying, oh, dude, that's my best friend. He fucked my girlfriend. But guess what? We're oh. still best friends. Like, whoa. Not if really? fucking my woman. Really? Mm. Oh. Um, really? Nah, bro. It ain't going to go down like that. I don't care what they say. The man, if you know what? We have plenty of people who have shit on the company, and they come back. That's different. That's okay. You know, whatever. You know, do what you will. Say what you want. Batista shit on the company multiple times. Shit on Hunter, Vince, whatever. And guess what? He came back and had a damn good match at WrestleMania. Just saying. But Punk didn't do that. Punk didn't shit on just the WWE. He shit on wrestling in general. Whether it was Ring of Honor, WWE, uh, superstars across the board in any organization. 
Um, his best friends own, started a company. He shit on that. His best friend, he sued for for other shit too. Like uh, the guy, and then it got on. People want to support this guy, give him his their money, and then he shits on them for being wrestling fans. So you're telling me you're gonna welcome this guy back who shit and talked about you being a wrestling fan back into your wrestling industry? And that's been my biggest thing. People want like, oh, this is what the WWE needs. I'm like, this is the this is the 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 jump start that they needed. They needed somebody who's talked shit about the company to come back in. Like, w- why? It makes no sense. But he's the you're voice ju- of the voiceless. Mike. You're, you're you're just at you know. People give him praise for the pipe bomb. I don't care what you say. There's only been a handful of people who've been able to go out there and say what they want over the last 30 years. Punk might be one of them. That's that's I'll, I'll say that. But to come out and say what he said, bullshit. That pipe bomb was 100% scripted. May, okay, maybe not 100%. I'm gonna say 75. They gave him, they gave him, they gave him 75%. They gave him 25% to say what he wanted along these guidelines. Or they, here's an outline. Hit these points. However you want to make it happen. He was basically just—he was basically just reading fucking Twitter when he was sitting there uh, with his crisscross applesauce. Can't say Indian style anymore because it's 2019. When he was sitting there crisscross applesauce, he was basically just fucking reading Twitter. Like that's why everybody loved it. It wasn't a a real promo is making me want to see you fight somebody. A real promo is not you bitching about work. Like I can go to my job and listen to motherfuckers complain about work. And the idiot nepotism kids that are running around running the company. Like, I don't need to see that on the USA Network. I didn't mean to cut you off, but that pipe bomb was garbage. And so here's the thing. People praise him for that shit. And that fucking shit happened, what, 11 years ago? Yeah. Like, really? Get over it. About 11 years ago, but it was a while I'm, ago. I'm pretty sure, man. I think I just fucking looked it up the other day. So what you're telling me is you don't really care about oh, punk years. being I think on it was like 13 TV. years ago or something. No, I don't care about punk being on TV whatsoever. Well, I'm gonna change the oh, no, culture. Eight, I think I think it's eight years ago because it was. I think it was like 2011. I'm gonna change it up a little bit and tell you I don't really mind it. Um, for one, I like that show, and having somebody different on there. That I mean, let's let's be real. Like every fucking sports analyst show that you watch, you don't like. People tune in to see Stephen A. Smith. And nobody fucking likes Stephen A. Smith. People tune in to watch Skip Bayless, and nobody likes Skip Bayless. If Punk can be that kind of personality where he says whatever the fuck he says because he really believes it, like, I don't think Stephen A. Smith believes any shit that comes out of his mouth. But if Punk comes out and and just basically is honest about it, that's why I like that show, because I think Booker, Christian, Page, and Renee are allowed to be honest on there. It makes it a little bit more real. I don't mind it. And if people are gonna get if people get their punk fixed that way, then hey, good for them. What I want to know is where they're gonna chant CM Punk at now. Are they gonna chant it at AEW? Are they gonna chant it at Cody and the Bucks for sending a fucking text message? Because you gotta think, if he's willing to come back into the fold for wrestling and all AEW had to do was get it right, they fucked up so bad. Punk was like, you know what? I'm gonna go back to the WWE. Like, what the fuck really happened in that negotiation? That's what I wanna know. Because he spent years shitting on these people. He's the reason Roman Reigns gets booed to this day. His little podcast he did with Colt Cabana telling everybody that Roman is Vince's guy immediately turned the crowd on Roman Reigns and he became the whipping boy for him. It's his fault. Like, he did that shit. 
So the fact that he didn't like that company enough and because he thought that that doctor was fucking him over, that he quit and left and still didn't go to AEW? Like, they did something awfully wrong, and I would fucking pay money to know what it is. I really would. Um, that's I'm not as upset about Punk being on TV as you are. I mean, Here's maybe... I'm just glad people can get it out of their system now. Like I, now I, I we got to saying, and I can understand. And I can appreciate that, and I will still watch and tune in. I'll listen to his ass. I just see it as the gateway to him coming back in ring, and I, I don't, don't think he's wrestling. See I think he will. I don't think he's wrestling. I, I mean, you never say never with wrestling, but I definitely don't think he's going to be main event in WrestleMania. I don't. He, he wasn't good enough to do it when he was a fucking full time wrestler. You think they're just? He's not a big enough name. You know, really. Okay, put it like this. Really? No, 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 no. Hear me out. He's a big enough name on the internet. He's a big enough name to motherfuckers with podcasts. He's a big enough name to motherfuckers who listen to podcasts. You know who don't give a fuck about CM Punk? Go to a WWE event and talk to little kids whose parents are buying them tickets and shit like that. Go to a WWE event and talk to people that are, I don't know, 25 years old. They don't really give a shit about CM Punk. CM Punk is a big name to quote unquote smarks. CM Punk is not a big name to the other fucking 2 million people that tune in to Monday Night Raw every week. CM Punk's a big name in AEW who's getting 800,000 people to watch their show, not 2 and 3 million people to watch. I hate to break it to people that do podcasts and listen to them. We are such a small fucking fraction of wrestling fans. Like, we are the vocal minority. But people outside of this don't give a fuck about CM Punk. If he was walking down the street, I would notice him. You would notice him. The other eight people we'd be with, 80% of the people on the street wouldn't know who the fuck CM Punk was. They know who The Rock was. They know who the immortal racist is. They know who fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin is. Nobody would give a fuck about CM Punk. He'd just be another little punk kid with tattoos all over him walking down the street listening to music. And that's the truth. I hate to break it to people. Punk ain't as big a deal as you think he is. He's not as big a deal as he thinks he is. That's the truth. I'm, you know, the only thing I can say to that right now is that fucking Christmas decorations behind you? Hey, man. Fuck what you. The fuck? Shut what up. What the fuck? Hey, look. I got one thing to say. <laughs> My wife wanted Christmas decorations, and I like having sex. So we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you again, know what? Are you, that, that right there. Did you ever watch Bench Warmers with like Rob Schneider and shit? Did you ever watch that movie? At the very yeah. end of Pizza Party, he's like, "She's pregnant." Yeah, <laughs> I did that to her. And yeah. <laughs> Look, man, I you know some fights just aren't worth fighting. I got to deal with CM Punk coming back. I can't be I can't be in a feud in my house too because my wife wants to put up Christmas decorations. The tree's not up yet. I refuse to put the tree up until December. That's December? the only out that I got. The day, well, the day after Thanksgiving, we we decorate for Black Friday. That's that's legitimate. That's, that's what it should be done. Um, again, we'll be recording a preview episode later we on. In three, week. We got three shows or two more shows this week. We got two more Dude, shows. I hope y'all are ready. Trying to fucking pop this shit up. And we're gonna go. We're gonna go one whole show without mentioning Santana Garrett. Oh. <laughs> Marty just Marty sounded like the guy from Taken. Good luck. <laughs> uh, one day this week we'll pop out the Survivor Series preview and prediction show. Uh, we got Boot to Debate coming up with uh, Ringside Rant and Doing the Favor. Both going to be on here. 
So we're gonna come up with some good topics to probably get in. I'm sure CM Punk will come up. I'm sure the Santana Garrett match will come up. Um, and yeah, and Survivor nope, Series is next nope, Sunday. Nope, all that shit out there, man. Let, that, let that, those topics come up on show. Oh, I'm oh. just, I'm just saying. Like, I'm, I want the listeners to know what kind of shit we're gonna talk about. If you didn't listen to the last boot to debate, go back and check it out with myself, Marty, uh, Josh from Irish Whip. And we had J-Bomb from Talkamania. Everybody was either drunk or high or a little bit of both. It was loud. It was rambunctious as a motherfucker. And it was a whole lot of fun. So hopefully we can keep living up to it. If you know somebody that does a podcast that doesn't mind coming on here and shooting the shit with us, let them know. Tell them to get in touch. We're going to do this shit every month where we invite other podcasts on. We'll debate a couple topics. We'll drink a little liquor. We'll talk a little shit. And we'll raise a little hell. And it'll be a lot of fun. But this has been Boot to the Face, episode 55. We got to get up out of here because I got to go watch my Dallas Cowboys whoop up on the Detroit Lions. And Marty's got to get to work and make the bread. For Marty Vasquez, I've been Chris Rucker. This has been episode 55. Peace. Later. Personality, the cult of personality.